Hey everyone, Paul here. I wanna give a little family business announcement before we get into today's unique episode. I have been giving a little bit more attention recently to developing my YouTube channel, and that's probably why you've noticed an absence in new audio podcast episodes the last couple of weeks. Uh, So if you're not subscribed on my YouTube channel, I'm providing a link below in the description where you can go over and subscribe to that channel. Um, You know, I've done this a couple times over the last few years where I've tried to give some focused attention to it, but you know, I've developed a new, or I've just finished building uh, a new office space, which is allowing me to do video content much easier. And so I'm taking some time to give some more attention to shorter format videos, some of which have, uh, I'm covering subject matter or materials that I have gone into more depth on in audio podcasts. So um, my hope is that maybe some of that stuff would be able to connect with people that have not become familiar with the stuff we've been talking about around here for the last nearly six years now, and in hopes of connecting with a new segment of people that maybe aren't, uh, don't do a lot of just audio podcasting. Maybe they're on YouTube a lot. So unfortunately, I can't split my attention like 10 different ways between that, my, you know, full-time job as a pastor and several of the other projects I have going on. So at this time, there's a little bit of gap here in the audio podcast, but I'm not stopping doing that. Occasionally, I might even post some of those shorter videos here with uh, maybe a title that says, you know, video podcast. So you could go down and click, click the link in the description if you wanted to just watch the video. And I'm doing that today. I'm doing, uh, I'm going to post here now a short video, uh, a commentary video where I talk about metamodernism and the resurgence of the band Creed. If you're following me on Instagram and Twitter, whatever we're calling Twitter now, uh, you probably are aware of this weird, I know there are much bigger issues happening in the world right now, but this is just kind of how my brain works. I've been fascinated by this apparent resurgence of the band Creed, and I've noticed it happening among Gen Z online, and I think there are connections between this resurgence and metamodernism. And in today's unique video episode, which I'm giving you the audio for, you can hear a little bit more about why I see this connection. Please, I encourage you to continue supporting on Patreon if you're doing so. If you're not, please consider supporting on Patreon. And uh, that's the only way I can keep doing this sort of stuff. I'd like to do more of all of these things. And in order to do that, we need to reach 200 patrons. And right now we're about halfway to that goal. So please consider supporting. Go over, subscribe on my YouTube channel, and then go over and uh, become a supporter for whatever monetary value you see fit. Now that I've got this more permanent video set up, I am hoping to do some more live Q&As and maybe even do like live streams. We've been doing Zoom chats with uh, small groups of people for several years now. And I'm even curious about what kind of interest there might be to do something like that, but turn it into a live stream that we do on YouTube. I think that might be interesting. I'd love to hear other ideas on the sorts of things that you would find helpful, whether they're in video, audio form, or whether they are things that you would like to see covered just in the Patreon-only section. I did do a bonus Q&A episode last week with someone who had actually really, you know, 
really deep question about what happens if and when we discover life outside of planet Earth, somewhere else in our solar system, in our galaxy, out there in the universe. What kind of effect might that have on people's Christian faith? So you can see that video on my Patreon page. While we're talking about Patreon, I want to give an extra special thanks right now. I usually do this at the end of the episode, but I want to do it right here and right now. A special thanks to those who are supporting at the Theology 201 level or higher. Clint, Jesse, Alex, Daniel, Dave, Eli, Garth, Jean-Marc, Jesse, Jean-Marc, J. Tom, Justin, Lola, Luke H., Matthew, Michael Hernstein, Paul Reese, Rob, Sam P., Stephen H., Tim, thank you all for your generous support. I hope you all enjoy this episode on why is Creed making a meta-modern comeback? Listen, I tried to tell you, but Creed is making a comeback. Can you take me hey everyone, I bet many of you thought a couple weeks ago when I posted something called the Stages of Creed is Awesome chart that I was joking. I want to show you a headline. I just saw this on Twitter today. Special thanks to Josh Adams on Twitter who sent me this uh, story today. That the Texas Rangers, the Major League Baseball team, have been listening to Creed in the clubhouse to get hyped for games. According to pitcher Andrew Heaney, Haney, sorry Andrew, it started when they were struggling in the second half of the season this year. He said he hopes that Creed is playing throughout the ballpark before their home games this week because it would fire the team up if fans started singing along. I tried telling all of you, and I hope you listened, <laughs> but it's no joke. Creed is making a comeback, and I want to explain why in case you missed the short video I posted about this a couple of weeks ago, and how this has to do with this new movement out of postmodernism into this new era of storytelling, aesthetic, and worldview that we can call metamodernism. So let me explain. The Stages of Creed is Awesome chart was something I put together as I was working on my metamodernism series for the Deep Talks podcast. I wanted to help people understand the vocabulary and the aesthetic of metamodernism, and I started noticing something happening online with Gen Z. I noticed many of them were almost unironically, or maybe I should say post-ironically, posting videos of Creed. I saw a video of a young country artist with her band doing a Creed medley. I saw videos of people doing duets with Scott Stapp reposting it on his Instagram and TikTok to Creed songs. And it was like not an ironic sort of singing along with Creed. It was something else. And I think this can actually help us understand what's happening as we move out of postmodernism into metamodernism. And this is why I put together the stages of Creed is Awesome chart. The first stage in modern storytelling is the sincere communication of Creed is Awesome. Creed was a band in the 90s, in the early 2000s, that was uber sincere, probably sentimental. And for much of that, they got lambasted by those who saw this sort of syrupy, sentimental, deeply sincere communication as not good art. When Creed first came out in the 90s at the back end of the grunge movement, kind of in the post-grunge movement, 
they were very, very popular. I remember hearing my own prison for the first time and falling in love with it, as did many of my friends who we were raised on Pearl Jam, Nirvana. It captured that sort of Pearl Jam-esque, yes, many people thought Scott Stapp was just impersonating Eddie Vedder. It captured a lot of that sincere Pearl Jam ballad stuff like Pearl Jam Black or elderly woman behind the counter of a table in a small town. Is that the name of the song? And Creed captured a lot of that, especially for a lot of us who were kind of in youth group culture like myself, Christian youth group culture. And there were kind of some strict uh, guidelines in our church subculture about what sorts of music were acceptable. Creed kind of fit that quasi-Christian rock, kind of like you 2 their lyrics were very much filled with like pretty overt Christian symbolism. And so I think that made them popular to a lot of people. So this first era of Creed is Awesome is what we could consider modern storytelling and modern aesthetic. The modern form of storytelling is marked by sincerity, typically capturing some sort of iteration of the hero's journey, oftentimes with the hero standing up and against corrupt institutions. Right, So you can think oftentimes one of the best examples of this is the original Top Gun movie. That's a great example of modern storytelling because it takes these enlightenment ideas, the idea of the individual's ability to discern truth, the individual's ability to be able to ascertain the truth up and against corrupt, corrupt institutions who may have lost sight of the truth or may have in fact tried to obscure the truth. Now, you have to see that in modern storytelling and in modern aesthetic are the seeds for postmodernism. So postmodernism comes along and it says, Creed is nothing more than corporate butt rock. And this is, I attribute it to postmodern deconstruction because what postmodernism did was it looked at modernism and the modern storytelling and the modern aesthetic in the arts. And it said, okay, this story that you're telling is a story that seems to only include certain kinds of individuals. And what the postmodern movement was looking to do is to say, okay, if the individual has the ability to stand up for what's right, and you're only portraying these kinds of individuals, well, what about the other ones? What if your modern story is in fact another layer of colonial power? And so much of postmodern uh, post-colonial deconstructive tendencies are to look at the sincerity of modern storytelling and to see it as, well, yes, obviously Top Gun is a great story if you're a white dude. So the postmodern critique of Creed could be like, Creed is nothing more than corporate butt rock. And that's really what happened as Creed moved in, moved out of the 90s, their first record or two, into the early 2000s as you saw a lot of this cynicism of creed now maybe it was warranted maybe there was in this sort of meta way a way in which and the lead singer scott stapp has been very vocal about this there was a way in which what they were singing about the story they were singing about was actually masking a lot of stuff that was in the lead singer's life that was broken uh, and he's been very vocal about this that sort of creed is nothing more than corporate butt rock begins to shift into this phase of ironic criticism. The creed is awesome, LOL. And there's still plenty of this around. You know, there's plenty of creed memes, creed gifts, where we're still kind of laughing at creed's expense. 
but we're using Creed in an ironic way to still critique. So someone might say, man, I love Creed, or they'll share a Creed meme, a Creed gif. They'll post a video with themselves singing some Creed lyrics, but it's still intended as a tool of criticism and deconstruction. This eventually, though, gives way from postmodernism into metamodernism. And this is what we're beginning to see now with Creed is awesome. It is a form of post-ironic sincerity. This post-ironic sincerity is what marks metamodern storytelling and the arts. It is beyond ironic. In fact, it goes through irony to get at sincerity. So now what's happening, and if you pay attention, you'll start seeing it more and more all over the place, is people are moving beyond that phase of constant cynicism and deconstruction, and they go, I actually want to live in a story. I, I want to feel good. I don't always want to critique things. And the part of the meta-modern critique is now the critique of postmodernism's failure. That if you say all stories, overarching stories, mask a play for power, that in and of itself becomes an overarching story that probably is masking a play for power. So metamodernism gets us thinking about what happens beyond postmodernism. Because I want to live in a story. I want to feel good. And you know what? If listening to Creed makes you feel good, then you do it in a post-ironic way. And I think that's what marks metamodernism and distinguishes it from modernism. So yes, in the 90s, I might have sat down and said, man, I really, really love Creed without any sort of awareness of maybe the sentimentality, the syrupiness in the lyrics. Maybe I wasn't aware of the broader arts out there. Some of my friends who were like really, really into Radiohead or the bands that had status in elite circles, when they told me it's not really that good, I didn't hear it, but then I did become aware of it. Metamodernism would be, I'm aware of it, and I kind of don't care. And that's this new phase that's happening. So you're going to see more and more of it as you watch the internet, pay special attention. It's not just going to be the algorithm feeding this to you, though that's probably the case as well. You pay attention. You're going to start to see Creed is awesome. There's going to be a big Creed resurgence this year. Mark my words. If you enjoy learning more about the way theology, religion, philosophy intersects with culture and science, I hope you subscribe to this channel. Thanks for watching. I'd love to hear your comments. Have you found yourself getting back into Creed? Maybe you never stopped. Maybe you felt like there was a period in which you had to hide that you actually enjoyed them. Or maybe you're like, no, dude, they're still corporate butt rock. Whatever the case may be, let me know in the comments. Hello, my friend. Thanks for watching.